0: This week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm your host, Pete Mazzetti. My guest this evening is Chris Anaskovich, who is chairman of the town council for the town of Clinton. Chris, welcome. How are you? Good, Peter. How are you? Good, my friend. Good, my friend. Good to see you. It's been a while. Yeah, it has been. It has same, been same
1: same Zoom thing though, so it's still still the weird part about it.
0: Yeah. Oh, trust me, I I'll know. I'll glad that this is done. Absolutely, trust me. I've got a whole studio to myself. It's sort of sort of nice, but there's it's sort of lonely at, at times too because I'm, <laughs> I'm the I'm the only one in the studio.
1: You're the smartest one there now, Peter. There you go.
0: Gee, thanks, Chris. <laughs> so, Chris, what's going on in the town of Clinton?
1: Uh, um, we're doing good. A lot of stuff. Obviously, right. uh, you know, COVID slowed down a lot. Uh, a lot of stuff, but we've uh, still pushing through. The old Morgan site property is still, um, you know, full steam ahead. He's working very hard on getting that up and running. Okay. Uh, we've been told that uh, probably in the next thirty to forty-five days um they'll be ready to um to break ground over there and lay the pad possibly for the big white so at that point um you know you see even a little bit more going on over there but it's exciting to see because every day you go by and you know from since last time we talked the the school was there so now the school's not there um so that uh they worked really hard to get everything moving forward and developers you know really looking forward to push uh, forward to get this project up and running um you know big Y obviously as everybody knows is coming so that'll be the first thing that they start up so hopefully like I said 30 to 45 days maybe they'll start with the pad over there uh for big Y and get that moving um the other confirmed tenant is um is uh Starbucks that everybody knows so um you know again those will be in the front but that project is going along great and uh you know glad to have him him here and he's been a great uh great developer great person to work with with the town and very you know been very you know, congenial with a lot of the stuff that he's done um, so far with the project, so we're absolutely. we're happy to have
0: him. Absolutely. Actually, I was I was by there the other day because I had to go had to go up to the outlets or something, and yeah. went by there with my mom. and It's like, oh my god, yeah. you
1: know? it's fun. It's, it's a, good it's to a, see. It's, a, it's all <laughs> a long time right? coming. So people, you know, unless that you know, people get excited about it because it's you know it's great for the town. Oh, absolutely. You know, this, is, this is the stuff that we need in our town, and it's and it's difficult for. For people you know a lot of people um you know think that we're losing our small town charm but the reality is is that you know you still have to be you know be open to development but yet maintain what you really want and you know we do have some areas in town where we can you know hopefully keep that small town charm and, and keep that mentality there but yet work enough so that we're growing the town and growing the grand list and generating some tax revenues for the town you know which will help um so that's sort of the the balance that you weigh here in town and i think so far so good we're doing a very good job at that
0: absolutely absolutely what other town projects projects we got going on
1: uh unilever uh moving forward so the building over there um he did get the permit to start working on the apartment building um so that'll that's starting now he's working on that now um and then moving forward he will start on the obviously the main building which the town is still in discussions with him about how we'll handle some some tax credits tax abatements that he's looking for in that sure. um so that's still in the process there but he does have the permit to move forward with the apartment building uh which he's working on now gotcha. so that's great to know. that's great to, to know um the train station will be done hopefully uh, supposed to be done in spring maybe late spring we'll see what happens but that is uh Obviously, looking great as well. So that whole area over there, yep. uh, the former, where, you know, CVS was and everything else, it's it's just it's great. It's a great gateway for people that come into our town and to drive to downtown. That is when they come in, that, you know, they're seeing things that have been been worked on. So um, that part of town seems to be doing great. So we're very happy about that.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And what's going on with the town council?
1: Um, just kind of working through our thing. You know, we have these Zoom meetings, and it's just difficult sometimes to work on stuff, but um, you know, we seem to be, you know, still getting our feet wet on how we're going to handle some stuff. I think uh, I spoke about it at a couple of meetings ago, how, you know, at the beginning there were some hiccups. I think there was people, you know, that maybe didn't know how this was all going to be handled at the last right. meeting I spoke about possibly doing a, um, some, some sort of function somehow, some way, even in the, during zoom about how we'll handle, uh, maybe some Q and A's from the people in town and putting something out there that if they have some questions. Mm -hmm. Um, on how it relates, on how we function, on how we operate, and you know, town manager, town council, town chair, how all those come into play and and how we all handle things. Um, and people just really need to kind of understand that you know, we're directed by the charter. So regardless of you know what people may say, what people may think, Mm -hmm. everything that we do and can do and can't do, or you know, job and and things they are all related to our charter. So the charter dictates what a town manager does, what a town council does um and what the council chair does so you know we want people to understand kind of you know how this will continue to work because obviously we're here we're not going back um you know so it's working well i think you know yes i do wish people would see more of what the town manager does and and kind of what he works on on a daily basis because um they'd be pretty impressed you know the stuff that he's handled for us as a town dealing with covid um you know we, we're very thankful that we have a town manager in our town to deal with that stuff during these times because i gotta be honest with you it's crazy um <laughs> and having somebody with 20 years of experience as, as a town manager uh it's a great help so Absolutely. um not to say that you know anything in the past mayor could or couldn't have happened let's just be happy with where we are um and just have the council continue to work through we, we had some goal-setting meeting uh that we had to kind of keep us you know on one path as far as what we want to work on so going forward We'll deal with some, you know, policies, some procedures, some stuff that we wanna do in town. Uh, there's some things that I wanna talk about that, you know, you will you know, will be coming forth in, in the future, um, as far as I think what we need to do as a town um, to certainly maintain, you know, you know, as we grow, maintaining the things that we need to maintain. So um, I think we're doing great. I think the council is now sort of understanding we need to work together to get things done. Um, I always stress, you know, we're in a municipality, we're in the town of Clinton, 13,000 people. Yep. you know the world out there is is ugly sometimes um you know we would like to keep it that way <laughs> right. keep the ugliness out there you know let, let's work together as a group and as a cohesive unit so that people know that we all, all all are working for the same thing for the town of clinton and that's what we need to do we can't really worry about other outside distractions related to the state federal level you know let's do what we can for the people here in town
0: right now how is the town of clinton handling the pandemic
1: um I think we're doing great i mean you know honestly it's 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 difficult you know and i mean you can ask five people and get five different answers but right you know again the municipalities have to rely on or rely on some of the things that come from the state level so right. you know the information that we have comes from the state or the directions that we need to take come from the state level come from the health district you know so those things um you know we have to deal with and it's kind of touch and go sometimes and it's you know whatever we get we just have to deal with i think as you know, as we head toward the vaccine issues now mm-hmm. um we as a town michael neff is our emergency director has done a great job uh of putting together some programs that we have over at town hall to help the residents at the 75 plus okay. with their registrations because it's a very difficult process i'm not going to lie and tell anybody it's easy you know some people stay on the phone for a long time don't get any answers um you know they go to the website you know a number of different ways to do it they all can become difficult and for the elderly it's even more difficult because they may not have the You know the computer savvy uh the tech you know that they need in order to do these things so um you know this program that peter i mean i'm sorry that michael had set up is is wonderful people have come to town hall they've gotten help to register and uh and set up the vaccine appointments so hopefully we'll try to um you know keep on that uh path and do a couple more of those but i think we're doing a great job in, in of a service to the community again which is what we're supposed to be doing
0: exactly and i'm assuming the town council is still meeting remotely
1: Unfortunately, we are meeting remotely. Right. So, uh, to the foreseeable future, yes. And it's just—it's hard, you know. I mean, again, you'd always want to be in person, like you say. You know what? You, you, you're you're in a room by yourself, and it's—you yep. it's, know—we want to be able to do that. But again, you know, the baby steps that we'll take in order to get this done, we'll do whatever they ask us to do. We will—we'll follow that path.
0: Exactly. But from what I understand, your meetings are actually televised. Oh, they are, aren't they? I think so. <laughs> tell me—tell me about it.
1: Yeah. Yes, I mean, your, your, your group does a great job in, you know, in, in televising and in filming these, uh, you know, these meetings that we have on a regular basis, Chris mm-hmm. has done a great job, you've done a great job, though, you know, uh, the Valley, you know, uh, TV has done wonderful for us in order to get that message out to the public. Um, so it's great. We post these on our on our website sometimes. And, you know, and again, it's just making sure that more people are able to hear and see what's going on. Um, during this pandemic time because they may not have the ability to come to a meeting and show up. So, you know, thank you guys for, for all you do for us as a town.
0: Thank you. Thank you guys. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm sure, I'm sure that's going to be a very interesting part of things going on of how do you, how are you guys going to handle town meetings, especially during what's going on?
1: Yeah. I mean, we'll continue to the path that we're going down until we're told otherwise. Um, you know technically could we have them yes i mean yes. the town could sit there and say you know we can go meet in the green room at town hall be six yep. feet apart you know but then how many people we, can you allow it how many people you're know, going to be able to show up to the meeting so it just doesn't you know it's it's better to be safe you know and that's what we'll, we'll continue to do is just be safe um and handle and do the meetings remotely as long as we need to so, absolutely absolutely not, not what we would like but what we'll do <laughs> exactly at least not what i would like maybe other people do
0: yeah right yeah no I, i'm enough. sort of it's it's sort of nice here in here by myself but it's sort of lonely as well it's like yep. okay
1: it's hard yeah yep. it is It's hard. and you, you obviously you get more done um you know in person meetings you do get more done right. you have the ability to you know obviously to, to speak to other council members and, you know, just the dynamics of it all, because it's difficult as a chairman to sit there and have to, you know, control these meetings. And it's mm-hmm. difficult when somebody's talking and they may they may not hear somebody else talking. So they start talking and it just becomes difficult. And it's oh, you know, absolutely it makes it seem like it's chaotic, but it's just so you do the best you can.
0: Absolutely. Let's talk about before we move on to the next topic, what else is going on in
1: town? Um, no, a lot of development. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in town. There's a lot of people coming in. Um, we can talk about the reval. I don't know if don't anybody yeah. wants to. Yeah,
0: well, <laughs> I don't
1: know if anybody wants to, but, but we will. All right. Um, all right, the good and the bad. So here it is, <laughs> right. uh, you know, values are going up. And I mean, it's, you know, that's the good and the bad. The good is, is that the values in our town have gone up, um, you know, different for all types of properties. The capes, the, the colonials, you know, all different types of properties have different value increases. Mm-hmm. Um, the bad part is we all know what else that brings. Exactly. So you know tying that into budget season and see where we go with that that plays a big part it played in a big part of our budget season last year when we talked about it because we knew it was coming so this wasn't right. something that was new to us uh, we knew it was coming our way uh, happens every five years and the difficult thing at this point is you know again the good news is the values are going up so we're seeing you know value increases in our in our area uh, the, be- the flip side is is that that has a, sometimes a negative impact on what you're paying on taxes okay. so you have to do what you can to offset some mill rate so that we can kind of, you know, balance what we need to balance. Um, and again, you know, the unfortunate part is it's great. My values are going up, but if you're not looking to sell your house, it's useless. So, (laughs) you know, that's the problem. Um, and again, if you're going to sell your house to go buy another house, uh, mostly all along the shoreline values have gone up. So it's going to be a very difficult year, uh, going into budget season. We understand that. So we'll do what we can in order to, you know, maintain a a mill rate that may help offset that increase in values that people are going to see on their properties.
0: Chris, would you mind sticking around for another segment? Absolutely. All right, we'll be right back.
2: Smart TVs and streaming services have taken over the television industry. VSC TV is proud to announce our presence on Apple TV and Roku to make watching your favorite shows even easier. You can access this service by downloading the Cablecast Screenweave app. Then choose Valley Shore Community TV from the list of channels. Select VSC TV Live to watch our channel in full HD. Or pick a show from our on-demand video library. VSC-TV is your local Connecticut Midshore Valley digital connection.
0: Welcome back to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm Pete Mazzetti sitting here with Chris Hanaskovich, who's the chairman of the town council for the town of Clinton. Chris, welcome back. Thank you, Peter. Thank you, my friend. So, Chris, let's talk, let's open up this segment talking about the town budget and meat, potatoes,
1: and all that other fun stuff.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah isn't it fun oh yeah um this budget season's always fun so oh, you know absolutely. what there's nothing it's the necessary evil that we that we have right and we're now different than any other town so we deal with it all
0: nope. um
1: you know again it, it's hard um you know clinton as a town we have two separate budgets so our budgets are broken into educational budget and a town budget so and i'm sorry an operational budget and the board of education budget so uh you know we have two votes on our budgets here in town so it's it's two separate uh votes um that we would have to engage in order to pass these budgets so you know it's a lot not that it's any more work but it's sometimes it's it's difficult because we do have split uh, votes sometimes sometimes we have a board of education budget to pass the operational doesn't um you know so it just becomes it becomes difficult so um COVID obviously last year we did what we could to get it to a zero flat line and we did um so last year there was no tax increase in the town of clinton and, uh, you know, going into this year, again, the, the big problem is going to be the revals. We have a, you know, a pretty significant increase in values in town. And then the only way to offset that increase sometimes is to, you know, see what we can do to manipulate that mill rate, to get that down so that people's taxes aren't, you know, going up uh, an extraordinary amount. Um, exactly. But again, it's not, it's not something that we just say, you know, we take lightly. We know everybody's still struggling. We know COVID is still a problem. We know people are still unemployed. We know there's, you know, A lot of things that are out there you you know our town is not immune to what's going on you know any place else and um you know we do have the the people here that struggle and we do what we can to try to make sure Mm -hmm. you know that we keep the the increases um you know at a reasonable rate you know i can't sit here and say what's going to happen but what i can say is that you know everybody in the council will fight for what we can in order to make sure that you know that we don't attack people's pocketbooks and um you know that being said it's it's hard it's hard for everybody you know because you don't want to cut services um you know layoffs are always the last thing that you ever want to do so when exactly. you when you reduce a budget it never goes to layoffs because you don't want to lay people off so it becomes service related you know and then it's you know what services do we need to take away on the on the school side you know obviously we don't want to affect the students the, you know that they're the important part that's what it's all about over there so um they're both very difficult budgets to deal with um again tomorrow night we start so tomorrow night's our first meeting Um, for the budget season and then we have meetings you know going through to April but um you know the meeting tomorrow night will just get us basically off the ground and running so we'll be presented with the board of education budget tomorrow night um and then that way at least we can hear from from them as far Mm -hmm. as you know what they're presenting to us and then the the tough part starts and it's uh it's never an easy job and you know everybody involved and it's everybody involved the department heads it's you know carl you know himself that you know does a lot of work behind the scenes what people don't understand is the amount of work he's already done right. um, as it relates to this budget because he's been working on it for months already because he exactly. knows kind of what we're facing he knows kind of you know where things might be able to be you know adjusted uh and he does the best he can that when he brings us the budget to the town council most of the stuff on the operational side is already taken care of um because that's what he can handle that's what he you know deals with unfortunately Board of Education side is, you know, out of his hands. It basically comes from the Board of Education to us. And then, you know, we'll have those discussions about what we can do. But, again, you never want to, you know, impact students and you never want to impact services. That's kind of how you got to look at it.
0: Absolutely. Speaking of services, how what's going on with the COVID? How how does that affect the day-to-day operations of the town hall?
1: I mean, on a day-to-day, you know, at the beginning there was a huge impact obviously because you know we we're limited hours you didn't want people in town hall they were limiting to where people can walk in town hall oh. um it would be on a you know um you'd have to call in to make an appointment in order to go see you know land use or to see tax collectors so yep. you know those sort of things were very very difficult at the beginning um you know at this point you know it's not the same it's you know town halls open people can go in you know we still ask for socially distance masks um we still do have the uh um, outside um mailbox that we have people want to pay taxes they can go and they can okay. dump a tax bill into that so that's kind of people that don't want to go into town hall can do that but it did have a you know it had a very big impact and yeah. um you know there's not much you can do it was the, the way we had to deal with it and we dealt with it you know, as best we could um and I think everybody there did a great job you know town hall you know went through the struggles like a lot of towns did but they've uh, they've done well in making it through so Um, you know, knock on wood, we're hoping that, you know, as we go forward, things will get better and we can start opening up things a little better. And, you know, it it won't be as hard on uh, people as it has been in the past. So.
0: Absolutely. Hey, from what I see in the local publication recently, Mm -hmm. how is that going to affect the town referendum for the budget? Are we going to be able to vote in person or how, how's that going to, how's that, how's that going to go?
1: I just had a conversation uh this week with carl and you know it again we would love to have it in person um if that's the way we can do it we will but again nothing's been again nothing's come from the state so we haven't been told that things would be uh any different than they were last year so unfortunately right now we don't know uh what's going to happen but again executive orders from the state will mandate how we handle it and what we do you know last year it went as best as we could. Uh, we did, a. we still had a lot of input from the public,
0: right. uh, a
1: lot of emails, um, not as many phone calls when we had the meeting, but it's just, it's, it's just awkward. It's awkward. Right. It's strange. It's not something that you want to do. Uh, but again, we'll, we'll say the same thing that we said last year, that if we're doing the same thing as we did last year, it's because of an executive order that's mandated by the state. Um, Absolutely. and that's where we have to take our direction, but you know, right now we hopefully can say that we'd like to do it in person. Um, but again, if anything changes, um, you know, We'll let everybody know well in advance, but we have not been told one way or another how anybody can handle budgets this year.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure Carl's working hard. Nobody and nobody probably understands what he does. Nobody understands how probably how hard he works all day.
1: (laughs) I can tell you they probably don't. So, (laughs) uh, you know, the difficult part that for us, it's been different. So we've been a first, you know, first electment form of government forever. so that first selectman is you see them out because they live here. First selectman has to live in the town. So you see that individual out. You see them at the grocery store. You see them at, uh, you know, baseball fields, Mm -hmm. football fields. Um, You know, you see them all over the place, and and they're part of that community. Uh, With a town manager, there's no requirement that says that individual has to live here. In our town charter, we don't mandate that that town manager lives in the town. And for me, I completely agree. I don't think we should mandate that someone would have to live here in this town because then i think you limit the exposure to what you can bring into town as a town manager because some people will say i don't want to move um and that might be a guy that you're a woman that you want here in town as your town manager but so you don't want to limit you know you don't want to limit that um that being said people i think are still losing sight that they think that town manager is the first life and that is not how it operates that's not how a town manager form of government operates the town manager operates as a ceo would operate any other company so their day-to-day basis is, you know, that's that's what they handle. They handle town hall. Um, the department deals with department heads, police department, DPW, mm-hmm. you know, every department head in town hall, town employees report to him. That's how a town manager functions. He is, um, you know, the CEO of of, of that. Um, so any messages that sometimes get put out by the town get put out through, you know, the ceremonial head of the town, which right. happens to be the chairman. So, that would you know. Be you. That would be me. So okay. some people, you know, well, why you, why you, why you, well, uh, the town charter says right. I'm the ceremonial head of the town and this is how things operate. So it's not necessarily the town manager. So, um, you know, he came up on his first year, um, right. you know, just recently and we had, you know, obviously we had a re- you know evaluation. We talked about it, some things that he could do uh, maybe to, so that they, he sees and people can see kind of what he does, um, you know, but on a daily basis, he's been working on the budget for well over a month, probably two months now. Exactly. and people don't understand or see that but that's what he does that's their job you know exactly. basically the chairman of the town council is the spokesman of the town um you know i don't go out and say things on my own because i have nothing better to do or no. because i just exactly. want to talk to everybody if any messages that i deliver to the town you know come through town hall come exactly. through the town manager and you know listen you know these messages that we put out um i think we've done a phenomenal job in communications and yeah. i think you know going forward you know we'll, we'll continue to do that and um you know it isn't who delivers the message so it should be that we're delivering the message and um you know i think at the beginning there was some you know confusion let's put it that way we'll use confusion (laughs) as the word we'll use um about about why things were handled that way um and again everybody's getting used to it it's we're still a year into this but Mm -hmm. um you know people that want to see you know the town manager out there at the grocery store and here and there and every place else town managers are very apolitical Exactly. They're not to be involved in any politics of anything. When we hired a town manager, you don't even ask their party affiliation. It's not even a question that's asked. Oh, really? so, and the reason they don't is because people also need to kind of understand that if, if a town manager comes out and says something, right. okay, that's a political message. Uh, so yeah. if he says something to support something, then he becomes then political. Because mm-hmm. should something be endorsed by the town council, whatever majority where that lays, I mean, it, it becomes an issue. So the message is never, you know, when a town manager, you know, should never have that, you know, message being delivered to the public where it it makes it seem like he's taking a side on something. He basically delivers information to the town council. Mm -hmm. We in turn, you know, he works for the town council. Ultimately that's how it works. That's our charter. That's not anything other than the town charter dictating how that function works. And that's how it works in other towns. Do other towns, you know, want their town manager to live there? Yeah. No, I mean, but that's, basically something that they've written into their charter that they think would be beneficial to their town. I'm not saying that it would or would not. What I'm saying is I like the idea of them not because then they can separate themselves, Right. you know, because again, a town manager that would be going in and that was, you know, readily available and you're over there trying to get some cucumbers and somebody comes over and says, well, why are we not doing this or why were we not doing that? He technically can't answer the question. If he doesn't, he becomes rude. And if he does, then it becomes, you know, sort of, you know, him, him answering a question where maybe saying he's you know agreeing to something or not agreeing to something exactly. which she can't do. It, no. Or shouldn't do. It. No,
0: of course so, not.
1: So I think that's one and that's one of the things that we that I talked about at the last meeting having something where we can kind of be able to deliver a message to the town so that they understand per our charter this are the job responsibilities of the town manager. These are his functions. This is what he does. Um and again, you know, we have talked to to Carl about maybe putting out something, you know, um that maybe the public can understand on what he's been working on on a weekly, monthly or whatever basis. So you know again, as as we go, we'll we'll you know we'll tweak it and we'll get it right. And uh, you know as we go forward, we'll tweak it again because it's never going to be right. Of so of course. that's the good thing.
0: Uh, absolutely, absolutely. And I think last time, I think one of the first times Carl, right after Carl got hired mm-hmm. right before the pandemic, you, him and I were supposed to do this do this yeah. show
1: together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah and then 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 COVID hit. that's, right. that's so, right and i'm not gonna lie he's probably happy about that so it's difficult so, for him well i'm saying because it's it's hard, hard you know what i mean <laughs> and it's hard for town managers to be the one that's out there talking about certain right. things because again you don't want them saying something and then somebody says well he's in favor of this or he's not in favor right. of that right that's not what they're about he's they don't speak neutral. to that at all they speak to general terms and they come to and he comes to the council ultimately that falls into the council's hands and we make that decision
0: well, Chris Anaskovich from the town of Clinton, thanks for some time and hopefully we'll see you again soon. Thank you, Peter. Thanks, Chris. I'll be, with Chris I'll be. You too. I'll be having Chris Anaskovich. I'm Pete Mazzetti. Thanks. Good night and we'll see you next time.